trashy, trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I'm your host. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. Hello, and welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take this... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if I had it memorized, I would have done it, you know, and it would have, that joke would have killed, but it's fine. <laughs> oh my God. Cassandra, I woke up this morning, and I... I I texted my partner and I said, I'm ordering donuts and a croissant from this place, his second favorite donut place. What do you want? And he tried to say, shouldn't we order from? And I said, no, no, you can go get donuts from somewhere else. I'm ordering in. And he's because <laughs> I want them here now. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll just go get donuts from the other place. And bring them to you so you don't have to order the bundle of donuts we don't want. And you can just get the, the one donut you want instead of having to order the whole dozen in a variety pack. Because <laughs> you just don't get to order one donut on Postmates. Sure. So you played the long game and you won. I won. Yeah. I, I didn't say, would you like donuts? I'm going to order. I said, I'm ordering. And I won. <laughs> Is there a major discrepancy in your house between who wakes up when? Oh, no. Uh, Winston wakes up at least one, if not three hours before I do. That's so funny. Every, every hour, every day, every day. Yeah. 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 The, uh, the behavior of getting a text message from bed as, as the person who also wakes up earlier when that text message arrives, I always feel from like the other room for my partner. I'm like, will you wake now? Although sometimes he doesn't text me right away. I have mm-hmm. to walk in and see him on his phone. And I said, I thought you were sleeping. Get up. It's time for chores. <laughs> well, sometimes I, I, I'm, I mean, most of the time I go to bed, you know, one to three hours after he does though. Oh, so our, that makes sense. Yeah. Our clocks sync up normally. Our sure. clocks sync up you know, pretty, pretty well, but I, I had, uh, he, he, he did like a really big walk yesterday and, or, you know, all over this week, he's been doing a lot more yoga and he's walking and I got a, uh, a knockoff Theragun from Amazon. Oh, okay. And it came with all these attachments, you know, for the, the gun, you can put in all different looking ones. And I was like, here, I'll, I'll massage your leg in bed last night. And I was like, you know, before you go to bed, I'll, like a little baby, I'll just massage your little leg. And I don't I think looking... you should use a baby and a Theragun, just by the way. No, you should Theragun's not Theragun a baby. Yeah. Do not Theragun a baby. I'm not a doctor or anybody <laughs> you should take advice from normally. <laughs> but that I will say. Yeah, um, that shit's too intense. <laughs> but I was looking at all the attachments to be like, what would help him the most? And then one of them, I was just like, this is this. There is no scientific reason for this one to exist other than to go up your butt. Like this is, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what this is to help soothe other than this is for sex. <laughs> like this is to go up your butt. Like I can't imagine what this helps. Most of them are like foam and soft and, he- you know, I was like, uh, no, this one's meant to be rinsed off. Easily. This one is for up your butt. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, you're on Amazon. People people can sell what they want to sell. Theragun it's, can't put that out. They'll get called out for it. But if you're making the Theragun knockoff, throw it in for the butt. Yeah. 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 I think that's like their their, you know, SEO keywords too, or just like Theragun. Massage. The 
the butt. Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw a couch on TikTok that this woman had, or that she was showing something for, and it was like a kind of curvy couch. And it was being touted as like a, you know, good for your spine and like yoga couch. <laughs> and this woman was like, okay. And then she bought it to show all the different ways that you can and obviously how it was built for sex. Yes. And I was like, oh, not bad. I have no room for sex couch, you know, because I'm not a Rockefeller and I don't have a sex dungeon. But uh, if I did, you know, good investment, I think. It's like those couches we covered. Um, the nug the, the, yeah. for the little kids, like the compartmentalized, yeah, the, yeah. the nug club, or n- not nug club, but the nug nug or something. Yeah. I don't know. We know, we know what we're talking about. Do you listener? Who cares? The nug after dark. <laughs> I want to get into why we're trash, but I have something that I need to get off my chest. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah. As an avid TikTok user and which is bad. I've been getting in my algorithm, you know, you like, you get those TikToks where it's like someone goes up to a random person on the street says, Hey, you look really great. Like I'm a photographer. Can I take your picture? Oh, and then like, you know, and then like the person's like, Holy wait, and then they like do like the little quick photo shoot. It's like a montage of it. And then all of a sudden you see the pictures after and it's like, Oh, wow, that's really cool. Like whatever. So the way that that trend started obviously is with like really great photographers. <laughs> the way that trend is going is people trying to replicate it and be like, oh, I'm a photographer or whatever. Like, and then I feel like the pictures are getting worse <laughs> where it's like, I, f- I saw this woman and her, and her bulldog in uh, central park. And I asked if I could take their picture. Here's how they came out. And I'm like, these pictures look like shit like yeah. i would be fucking pissed if i was out on my walk i'm trying to get my fucking steps in some assholes like can you take a picture of you and your dog i'm a professional photographer and then i see them and they look like that i'm like what like you yeah. suck and let us not forget like the serial killer rodney alcala like the dating game killer was like a photographer and would come up to people and be like can i take your photograph i'm a photographer let us not forget this feels yeah this feels like we're gonna discover one of these tiktok photographers it just has like a murder room of just photographs of people in his in his apartment one day they're just they're overall it's very underwhelming pictures like the dog and there's flowers but like the flowers are not quite in focus in the way you want them to be or that dog like and it's like you wasted this person's time and this is the best and you posted this on tiktok and these are the best photos you were able to procure like this is embarrassing you're just trying to be part of a trend but like take a composition class you know it's not that the subject isn't beautiful in some way it's just that the composition isn't it's not it's not where it needs to be to become viral and i think that people are doing themselves a disservice Mm -hmm. making themselves viral for being a shoddy amateur photographer yes yes i understand so you know but who what do i know let me ask you why you're trash well so i (laughs) 
you know, I, uh, I, I was telling you briefly before, and I posted on my personal Instagram that I adopted, you know, through, through a, you know, donation, uh, helped adopt an elephant, you know, this, this, this week. So basically what that means is that I uh, bought, you know, donated money to a refuge in Africa and my money goes to help care for these animals and their rehabilitation if they've been endangered by poachers and if not in if they're not kept in the refuge itself it it helps protect the land that they are on the wild for and things like that but the ad that i saw in the article that led me to to this said there have been too many elephants in this in kenya because of the pandemic you can buy an elephant and for too long maybe like five to ten seconds i was like oh shit i'm gonna buy a fucking elephant like it it said like you can buy an elephant and i was like i don't have a lot of money but i have do i have elephant money could I buy an elephant? Like I, I started doing the mental math, and I was like, "I'm gonna buy a fucking elephant." <laughs> let I me ask go. you something. Yes, go ahead. Well, rather, let me just give you some self-preservation because I care about you. Yeah, yeah. Don't say I did the mental math. Yeah, and then come to the conclusion that you could buy an elephant. Because certainly somewhere in your head, you know that you can't buy an elephant. So I don't think you were doing very good mental math. <laughs> No, again, again, quickly. I, I you did went. math. <laughs> I did math, and then I went. Well, I don't have enough money to buy an elephant, but I probably know five or six people, and if we went in together, we could maybe collectively have an elephant. For what? Well, I, I don't know because I clicked on the article <laughs> <laughs> again. It was, it was late. I had had a couple glasses of wine, and I was like, "Can I buy an elephant?" I just want to see how much money goes into buying an elephant. And then it was like, oh, there have been elephants abandoned. All these baby calves essentially abandoned because of the pandemic over, you know, all this stuff. And your money will help get them into these refuge and preserve them and da, da, da. And and you can buy, you know, you can adopt them for a year. And that's your quote, buying. For a year? Yes, yes. And you get a little certificate that says you have helped adopt blank elephant. You get a monthly update and a photograph of the elephant and, uh, you know, all these things. But for like five to 10 seconds, I was sitting there going, oh, motherfucker, I'm about to buy me an elephant. Ooh, <laughs> I felt like, like, an, like an oil tycoon or like a land bear in like the 1910s or something. <laughs> like or like a drug lord like a drug lord yeah like pablo escobar and i was like i'm about to have like <laughs> like california's about to be overrun like the drug hippos of Colombia. <laughs> like i was like california's about to become elephant rich because of my elephants <laughs> how funny and anyway but but there's a beautiful i'll post it on our socials and stuff like that but there's a beautiful organization there's a lot of these organizations that does you know help preserve their land and 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 rehabs calves and older animals that have been you know endangered by poaching or all these sorts of things that have you know or abandoned by their 
by their, you know, their groups and things like that. Um, and, and, you know, you get updates and, and all these things and it's, it's a really beautiful thing, but they, you know, help and, you know, it, it, it's a really nice thing, but I did think for a little bit sincerely that I was like, how much does it cost to buy an elephant? You can't just buy an elephant. Anyway, anyway, I'm trash because of me. Sincerely clicked thinking I had the buying power to buy an elephant. And trash because you wanted to become an eccentric rich person and own a wild animal. And the biggest one of all. The biggest one of all. (laughs) Yes, I was like, next a whale. (laughs) Next you start hunting humans. That's how a most dangerous game works. Yes. Yes. And I get a plot of land and I start inviting drifters and strangers onto the land. Erica gets a little bit of money and all of a sudden (laughs) she's like, we have two living rooms and I'm hunting humans. (laughs) Yes, but I, but anyway, it's a, it's a really cool thing. And I have adopted Eleanor. And so now I tell my cats every day that they have a sister in Africa and I show them pictures and um, yeah, it's a really nice thing. But anyway. Okay. Why are you trash? Last weekend, we painted the bathroom. It was like a, a blue, um, a, col- a dark cobalt, if you will, slate blue. I don't know. Who cares? We painted it now whipped peach because it was like, we don't have a, ba- a window in the bathroom. It was dark. It was dark in there. I wanted brightness. What's brighter than whipped peach? I love it. Okay. But we had to do a lot of primer to get that blue off. And my partner (laughs) has told me over and over and over again that he doesn't like to paint. So I said, no problem. I'll do this all while you're out of town. And he knows me and he knows when left to my own devices, I'm not going to do a very good job because my (laughs) ideas of what is perfect and what isn't perfect uh are different you know if the edges are a little fucked up that does i don't see it that doesn't bother me anyway so we did it together we had to do a bunch of primer blah 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 it looks cute now um the edges are still a little fucked up but whatever all that is to say you paint and you get a little paint on you Mm -hmm. that's just how it works i got some paint on the back of my legs and i'm not really spending a lot of time looking at the back of my legs so I for, I didn't get it off right away when I was getting like the rest of the paint off of me in the shower. And I was on a call with you actually sitting crisscross applesauce in my bed. And I got a view of my, the paint that was still on my legs. <laughs> and this was like four days after the fact uh, after my painting so primer is white this paint on my legs it was now like a silvery dirt gray oh, no. and I've showered like you know obviously in like the the four days between the painting and talking to you on the phone which leads me to believe that I am the little kid from the peanuts who always has a dirt cloud around him because how else can you explain the white paint on my legs <laughs> being the color of dirt and dust <laughs> it made me feel bad 
<laughs> it made me feel gross and there's still some paint on my legs <laughs> i can't you, get it off it's have the you dirt taken has like gasoline it. doesn't gasoline get oil uh, paint off or have something? i taken gasoline i swear that's a thing i'm gonna google it i think that uh where do i get loose gas <laughs> well i don't know how to even uh, obtain gasoline like outside of going to a gas station and accidentally spilling some on me certain kinds of paint gasoline? removers are extremely flammable wait that's not what i'm asking can you use gasoline to remove paint the use of gasoline can be effectively at removing troublesome paint but it can also damage the paint if left or yeah yeah you can use gasoline to remove paint sometimes erica <laughs> i no i haven't okay. tried gasoline on my skin well well i i i don't know i don't have an answer for where you can find loose gas but yeah i don't the gas usually comes get a, get a gas you know a tent you know the red little buckets the, a gas you know, can a gas can yes thank you and you know fill it up and then take it home and then you take a washcloth and then you know uh flippy over and get the put a little on the washcloth and then rub it on your leg so you're not pig pin anymore i don't think that covering my legs in gas <laughs> is gonna make me less of what i'm already nervous i am listeners you know? if we can get 10 more subscribers at the 9.99 level Fuck by off. next week <laughs> i am not gonna i will take them. cassandra to a gas station and if, hose her down with just a uh two no <laughs> just take her to a fill-up station i don't <laughs> consent to this and run she won't know and run her over with a little bit of gas on uh that's a tank i'll fill her up that's a very funny thing to do so what'd you say 10 10 listeners have to subscribe to our patreon for nine or what is it uh, just our our anchor yeah our anchor oh, support, anchor support. Yeah. yeah okay so for ten dollars ten says a hundred dollars a month yeah and i have to start and I, you have to cover me in gas just your legs just the bot just under the knees erica i don't <laughs> That sounds dangerous. We'll rinse you off once the paint's off. How do you rinse off gas? With water. Am this... I too country? Am I too country? This yes. Feels like a, this feels yes. Like a, a yes, simple country solution. <sighs> I can't. Right. Sometimes you and I are the same. <laughs> and sometimes we are very different. And isn't that beautiful? <laughs> That's beautiful. But you know what we would we would probably do the same fight, fight over a dollar seventy five worth of sauce. Sure. All right. Well, let's get into our first story from wsbtv.com. Three women arrested for brawl over a dollar seventy five dollars worth of sauce. Chaos erupted inside of a new york city restaurant when customers became violent after they were told that there was a charge for dipping sauce for their french fries video posted online shows the violent food fight took place over the fourth of july weekend at bell fries on manhattan's lower east side employees were left traumatized by the chaos that began just after 4 a.m can i give some advice just off the bat yes 
if you have the 4 a.m. crowd coming in, don't charge for the fucking sauce. No. Yeah, that's a that's a gratis. Yeah. Certainly there's a an early bird special or a late uh, a night owl special where you're not charging a dollar 75 for dipping sauce to the 4 a.m. crowd. Yeah, anything from 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. is just a, a a that's the chaos zone. That is the that is the sweet cuz 6 a.m. that's the workers time. That's sure. Like on my way to work. But anything after midnight and before 6 a.m that is oh we've just got done doing coke (laughs) yeah i mean look bars in la they close at 2 a.m right 3 a.m of course is the witching hour and 4 a.m is when bars close in new york which that's late that's so i remember being in my 20s and being like 2 a.m is too early god i hate getting kicked out of bars now i'm like i wish i lived in new york like why don't we extend it to 4 a.m now Oh, oh, try to see me out past 12 30 without I, night on. last i went to a lovely quarterly wineries like uh, their quarterly celebration oh i wanted wine- to ask you where you guys were i saw your stories but we can talk yeah. about it out there. yeah our friend is a member of a wine club here in la and we went we had our wine tasting had a couple glasses of wine guess what time i was home by hmm. nine 30 it was beautiful had had a cut again full tastings couple glasses there home by 9 30 and i was like this is how you do it i love being an adult how you do it in my 20s i wouldn't have left the house until 9 30 i know isn't that crazy we used to start i used to get off my bartending shifts at pf chang's and i'd be home by 11 and then we would get ready and go out (laughs) that's fucking nuts anyways uh two of the employees were hit in the head with glass bottles claims one of the restaurant owners who was not present during the attack probably because she was home asleep yeah um i assume those glass bottles were of ketchup (laughs) they didn't say in the article but it's implied So the restaurant charges $1.75 for dipping sauce, but the customers didn't want to pay. Extra sauce. Yes. They wanted extra sauce for the fries. Rafael Nunez, the restaurant's chef and the person who recorded the video of the brawl, told Univision. We explained that this is a business rule and that it's the same for everyone, but they didn't understand. So they started ripping apart and throwing everything in sight, even tearing down a plastic barrier bolted to the counter. The women are accused of throwing metal objects, destroying computers, and can be seen getting on the restaurant's counter and twerking. Well, I mean, what's a good food fight without a twerk break? (laughs) Uh, I feel like the women did understand. That's what made them so angry. Oh, yeah. No, (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. This isn't a reaction to we're being treated differently because you're only charging us. This is a reaction to capitalism, capitalism a little too hard. Yeah, this is late stage capitalism. This is a rebel. This should have kicked off the the global rebellion. This is a revolution that nobody else got in line for. Like they were like, we're fucking doing it. We're on the front lines, man. 
and we're going to destroy. We're going to start at this restaurant and then everybody's going to get behind us. And the, <laughs> by the time we look around, the whole street's going to be flooded behind us. And we're going to riot in New York City and then we're going to start. And then by the time the papers hit in the morning, London's going to be on fire. You know what I mean? Like Jakarta, hey. everywhere's going up in flames. And <laughs> that's why we're twerking. We're twerking for freedom. You have to, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure that I saw a scene just like this as a flashback in The Handmaid's Tale. This is how it starts and you have to fight. Anyways, these three women all face felony charges and uh, apparently one of them was trying to steal money from the register. So that's cool. And you know what? Our next story is in New York too. Yes. Yes. New York, we're coming for your throat, Florida. That's their new state motto. New York, we're coming for your throat, Florida pizza. Is that offensive? I think it's okay. <laughs> they like pizza in New York. I didn't just make that up. They're very defensive about it too. Hey, pizza, firefighters, the park, right? Yeah. Uh, dog parks that are only for Frenchies. Ooh, call back to the last episode. Okay. Uh, from NewYorkUpstate.com, an upstate New York driver is busted for a very poor attempt at a fake inspection sticker hey i'm not a lawyer and we don't hand out advice on this podcast but how many times do i have to say if you're gonna break the law in the car like you know fake registration or all these kinds of things that people initially start getting pulled over for if you have these things going on just be sober when you drive you know lay low mm-hmm mm-hmm Because spoiler alert, this person was drunk. Yep. Yeah. He got busted for a very poor attempt at a fake inspection sticker written with a pencil and pen. And he was intoxicated. And so we'll post a photo of what the inspection sticker looked like. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, buds. Again, yeah, don't ever drive intoxicated. Never. Never but god damn it you got and you know where they posted it you know where they fucking posted it Hmm. on the social media oh did they make jokes little jokey jokey facebook i don't think they made it on they didn't make jokes but of course the image went viral and social media went went uh you know comments and shares and and comedy you know (laughs) well (laughs) let's not throw stones from a glass house (laughs) comedy comedy Um, (laughs) speaking of comedy i smell a rom-com with this next story okay okay i'm getting out the (laughs) final draft (laughs) according to bbc.com pest controller called to a rat infestation finds a single rubber mouse oh i'm I'm so sorry (laughs) a pest controller had a good laugh with a tenant when he discovered the rat infestation he had come to deal with was no more than a toy mouse he was called into a house in the saint george area of the city on monday and uh, they said they spotted a mouse in a cupboard. I spotted a, a mouse in my cupboard and it was either dead or perhaps in stealth mode. This, of course, comes to us from the BBC.com. Yes. He said that it was 
easily it was the easiest call out in pest history he got ready he got in all of his ppe masks everything he opened the cupboard and discovered it was a rubber mouse that had been left there uh the sort that you might stick on the end of a pencil no bubby he said normally the job would involve lifting drains looking for breaks where the rat can enter into the house looking for breaks and fabric for mice ingress so this really was the easiest job in my 20 year in my 29 years of working in pest control 29 years you kind of went down under there (laughs) i like it they all sound the same right (laughs) (laughs) now is that bad that's bad okay i'm trying to find the line (laughs) okay new yorkers love pizza british people and australian people don't sound alike now i'm good yeah 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 listeners right in again (laughs) but be nice i'm trying okay so here's the rom-com right Yeah. yeah um a young woman who's in love with her boss who doesn't love her back of course is going home from another long day of confusing flirting with him where he's really just taking advantage of her. And then she turns on Nora Jones has a dance party in her room, like with a glass of wine and sees the mouse and screams calls pest control who shows up handsome, by the way, Mm. he finds the rubber mouse. She goes, Oh, it must be my brother. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, I can't believe, I can't imagine how everything is going to get any worse for me. And he goes, hey, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, I've never seen this before, but I've never really met someone quite like you before. And she goes, what? And then he just goes, anyways, bye. And then she like can't stop thinking about him. And then she, then it's Christmas and she's at the department store and she sees him, but then she hides but then he sees her hide and he goes over to them. Anyways, they have coffee and that's the rom-com. That's how it's kind of, you know, you, you can see where it's going to go. They're going to end up together, obviously. Well, she, and then uh, something goes wrong. And so she has to keep buying fake mice and hiding them in her home. Yes, absolutely. To get them over. Yeah. Well, and then the pest control company sends the wrong person over time, over time. Yeah. So then there's a montage yeah. of people showing up. That's not Mr. Leonard. And then she just shuts the door in their face. And so she calls and there's another person and another person. And eventually it's Mr. Leonard again. I like it. Yeah. I think, I think it makes sense for me. It's got legs. Yeah. It's got legs. We'll, we'll do, we'll do a rewrite, but yeah, it's got legs. Of course. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hollywood hit us up. (laughs) We're waiting for your phone call. I can't leave my landline. (laughs) I didn't see this until just now but you uh you left a note for me in this story <laughs> it just says a time traveler question mark so <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and let you read through it okay um well i hypothesize if this was in fact a time traveler okay from kpcnews.com man facing charges after naked scuffle with police A Hillsdale, Michigan man arrested by Angola police officers Tuesday after he was seen running around naked near and in an Angola business, then got into a scuffle with police as they were trying to take him into custody. 
Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> a twenty-one, the twenty-one-year-old man had to be forcibly subdued by two Angola police officers, Mike Kling and Jason Justice. That's not a real police officer's name. Oh! Anyway, that has. I mean, if your name's Jason Justice, this is like you have two. It's like you become a police officer, and then eventually you get a master's degree in criminal justice, and you become a judge. Right? It's the only. It's your only two options. Anyway. Well, you could also become a stripper. Yes. Excuse <laughs> me, ladies. Is somebody? Wait, hold on. Excuse me, ladies. Is uh, somebody here for the long arm of the law? Oh, my God, you guys. You didn't. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, Trisha actually has a bunch of coke in the bathroom. We need to flush it. Anyway. I'll take uh, a look at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. So they deployed a taser to bring him under control. At one point, the scuffle ended up with two officers and Sosha getting wrapped up in the taser wires and Kling getting shot. Oh, God. Ah. What a fucking three stooges Scott cops <laughs> to tase themselves. So, so Sosha, uh, uh, the, the man, so sorry, the man is facing two counts of level five felony battery to a police officer causing bodily injury. He didn't injury. fucking tase him. He didn't tase him himself. The Ugh. cop tased himself. You can't get mad. You can't give this guy battery towards a police officer because the police officer tased himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's bullshit. Yeah. But he is a, a class A misdemeanor of resisting law enforcement. Fair. And okay. class B misdemeanor public nudity. Yes, absolutely. Those are objective. But what if his clothes are invisible because he's from the future? Anyway, okay, okay. I can't get into it. Okay. Both officers. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Both officers reported receiving minor injur- injuries in the scuffle who was naked during the entire encounter. Police were called at about 12.30 p.m. to a business on the street after seeing running around in a field near the business, then ran into the business, then outside to a parking lot where he rubbed himself against a vehicle, said a probable cause affidavit filed in the Steuben Superior Court written by Officer Kling. The police approached the man, but he instead charged at the officer, jumping up and wrapping his arms and legs around him. Officer Kling spun and took the man to the ground, striking his head against Kling's vehicle in the process. The man was told to lie on the ground, but he continued to resist, court records said, and that he was warned by justice that if he didn't stop resisting, he would be tased. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think... So it's kind of boring. I think that something in the future in the timeline needed cling to get tased like had this time traveler with his invisible clothes not made this officer tase himself there might be like a 9.0 earthquake in you know los angeles who knows right Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a reason. Or maybe this was um, a naked man uh, in the middle of a breakdown and a couple goofy officers, <laughs> one who tases himself and one whose name is Jason Justice, uh, <laughs> just happened to have a little wild day in Michigan. Who knows? Who knows? 
Yeah, his original name was like Bob Gibson, but he was like, oh, I've been sworn into an officer of the law. My new name is Jason Justice. (laughs) Imagine getting pulled over and you look at the person's name and it's Officer Justice. He's like, "Uh, no, can I can I get your actual name? Uh, yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't roll down the window i would call 911 and be like can you confirm that i'm being pulled over by a real cop right now yeah i would think it was like a murderer yeah i would think it was somebody impersonating an officer like jason like officer justice is gonna turn around and go back to his car and he's gonna be wearing assless chaps (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah he's gonna keep me in like a hole in his face if he arrests me he's gonna be like she was a big old fat girl and <laughs> like keep me in a hole in his basement. <laughs> what are you about a size 14? All right. Um, from today.com, a Chick-fil-A store in North Carolina is trying to recruit quote volunteers who are only paid in food to work there. This is why we should rebel against capitalism. <laughs> Yeah, this is not good. This is, I mean, because they're all franchisees, so maybe there's not complete regulation. But, you know, North Carolina's minimum wage is uh, $7.25 an hour. And this place is like, hey, work here for an hour and we'll give you five free entrees per shift. Yeah. So they posted on their Facebook page, of course, and they were looking for volunteers uh the facebook post has been deleted a day later but the backlash was swift well yeah yeah so anyway that most people were like this should be reported to the state department of labor a for-profit business aren't allowed to use volunteers especially not volunteers who would displace paid employees it's a huge liability issue for the store you know uh, the national medium monthly rent price is two thousand dollars for 466 chick-fil-a sandwiches tweeted (laughs) one user this is um this post has been deleted but they they did write in the comments thanks for everyone's concern on this matter it's a volunteer-based opportunity which means people can opt in to volunteer if they think it's a good fit for them yeah they said uh multiple people have been willing to sign up and we're still hiring full-time and part-time members so if you're interested in working in our store we pay 19 dollars an hour that's like over double what the minimum wage is in north carolina they're really paying people $19 an hour? Sounds great, but still uh, not okay for a for-profit business to hire volunteers for work, you know, according to the U.S. Department of Labor under the Fair Labor Standards Act. I don't think that Chick-fil-A has uh, looked or has, like, commented on this either, like actual company Chick-fil-A. Well, the the Chick-fil-A itself said most restaurants are individually owned and operated, and it was a program at an individually owned restaurant. That's what they had. Yeah, they had no comment because they're like, not us, them. It's like, well, that's your fucking name on the side. Yeah, it is you. Yeah, yeah. Fucking punish them. Yeah. But also, I mean, leave it to Chick-fil-A for being fucking terrible and uh, unaccountable. You brine your chicken and you hate gay people. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> oh, I was I was hired to write a jingle for Chick-fil-A um, through an ad agency and 
when I was brought in, that was the, that was it. You know, you, you brine your chicken, you hate gay people. And, and then it went into like a refrain and a chorus. And then like the, the, when the, you know, when the, the chorus came in and then there was like a piano, um, they hated it and I got fired, but, um, is this true? No. Oh, it's like, wow, that's crazy. You started an ad agency and you were like, time to do damage. Uh, I feel like I would have told you if I were ever hired by an ad agency. I don't fucking know. No, it's fair. I've had a lot of weird jobs. So this would, uh, yeah. You'd also be- suggest that I put gasoline on my legs. So, but I that's real. I expect nothing from you. Let's go down to Florida, please. Okay. I feel like this is something I, I've, I've been this level of, of drunk. Oh, I, no. I'm just going to say, I, I, I don't understand this man, but I empathize with him. From TampaFP.com, a drunk Florida man calls 911 because girlfriend wished to eat Sour Patch Kids. A very drunk one, I guess. But he's a 37-year-old male who called 911 at 11.45 p.m., to yeah report report <laughs> his girlfriend eating sour patch kids no 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 not eating them wished to oh. eat sour patch kids it wasn't the act of it was the wanting to so you know like they he got questioned on why he needed the cops and he said it says that he just smiled and walked away with no explanation so he was placed under arrest and uh he refused to put his hands behind his back. And so he had to like, I mean, this really escalated bad for this guy. I'm just curious, like, did he think that his girlfriend was like, I'm going to go eat some kids? I don't, yeah, was he like, is this QAnon? And he's like, my girlfriend's a satanic. She's going to eat sour patch kids. Like she's, yeah, is, is this Q? Is he, Q? did she think like she's some, satanic pedophile and is going to actually sacrifice and eat kids somehow i'll tell you what though that girlfriend was smart because she's not brought up i don't think the police even questioned her so she's fucking getting out she's out there in florida fucking eating kids yeah oh you called the cops i'm out of here i'm fucking out of here i'm gonna walk to 7-eleven go get my sour patch kids and uh if there's uh some cops out front i'm not coming back this story is inaccurate because this should say Florida man calls 911 because ex-girlfriend which needs <laughs> our patch kids. Well, you know, maybe they worked it out. Well, it is. All funny. right. I'm just saying there's a fucking bitch out in Florida eating kids and we're not looking into it. This is the media distracting us. Wow. All right. All right. This well, is how I turn Q. All right. All right. Please don't do that. Calm down. What if I did? What would you do? How would you pull me out? How would I pull you out of QAnon? Yeah. Let's role play. Well, what's Winston doing? <laughs> nope. This isn't about Winston. Well, it is though. because <laughs> It has to be a, a two-prong affront. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, okay. is he in it or have you already lost him? Um, He's also concerned. He, Yeah. He's, he's not in it. Yeah. Okay. He's, so- I haven't lost him, but he's like, we gotta we gotta bring her back i think i'd like to hear you out first yeah hear the crazy out okay sure and then i think i would like to uh maybe see how we can segue the conversation into how you got there 
you know, mm-hmm. like, because I don't think that you can just say to them, I'm sorry, that's not true. You so know? you'd like for me to say, let me show you these YouTube videos and documents that I found. Yeah. You're going to let me let's expose go you? Let's go down together. It's like the video, like the ring video. <laughs> you have seven days <laughs> from seeing this video. You have seven you days. You <laughs> Taylor's gonna become cute. Yes. Oh no. And then uh, you know, we'll all uh be queuing on together. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, yeah. Well, speaking of like becoming all together. Can I say one more thing about QAnon? Yes. <laughs> because things are going so bad in the world and it seems that they're kind of getting their way in some areas. You'd think, wow, ignorance must be bliss. Like, mm-hmm. but they seem really stressed out all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, like I'm stressed out all the time because women are legitimately losing their rights in different states. And I don't think I'm still as stressed out as them who are like, I mean, if I believed that the liberal elites were like sucking the blood of children to stay young. That's fucking stressful. So like, I don't even know if I believe this whole ignorance is bliss thing anymore. No. Yeah. They genuine. like, yes, it must be genuinely stressful to think the way that they do i mean i'm not empathizing with them but to be under that and to think that you're the only ones that know it and are trying to show the world you know like what's that um when the sky is falling this you know like the the chicken little where you're like the fucking sky is falling and everyone's like calm down chicken little and you're like no no literally the sky is falling yeah yeah trump's um (laughs) raid the raid on mar-a-lago like that must have been really fucking hard for them like they're gonna they're gonna find his angel wings (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) i don't know the newest i don't know like now that the i don't know i heard a thing where they they the people are saying that I don't know whose conspiracy theory this is that Ivana was buried with confidential documents because she had 10 pallbearers because it's like a like what like a hundred a hundred pound woman needed 10 pallbearers and I was like I can't I gotta stop interneting for today (laughs) turn that off so like I you said that and I'm like maybe they should check like (laughs) so like I'm no better than anybody else can I okay one more thing because I (laughs) I don't want to come too hard on our uh you know sorry let me rephrase that (laughs) I don't want to uh be too hard on our um QAnon listeners (laughs) yeah yeah I was listening to the daily about this whole Mar-a-Lago thing. And like, if you know me from, I think I've talked about on this podcast, but definitely if you listen to me on Nooner podcast, you know, I have a weird obsession with Michael Bavaro. Um, Like when he goes, "Mm," like, I just like kind of want to kiss him. (laughs) This is like my first time listening to the daily and like a lot, like a hot minute, because honestly the news is so stressful and scary that I had to take a break. Um, and just like listen to novels, but I was like, eh, I want to know what's going on with this Mar-a-Lago thing. Okay. Spoiler alert. Like probably nothing 
like Trump's not going to go to jail, like for any of this, just let's put that out there. It's very obvious, but it was so funny to hear Michael Barbaro like desperately try to frame questions in a way to get this investigator to say or to suggest that Trump could go to jail. Mm-hmm. Like, because they know that the people who subscribe to the New York Times and listen to the Daily would love to see Trump in prison. But it's like, it's almost like I would prefer, like, don't hate to burst everyone's bubble, but like, he's not going to go to jail for this. Like, he's going to get a fine at best for this. And, and I don't know. It was just like, I almost was like, kind of fun and annoying. I was like, Ugh liberal elite i don't know who knows anyways i just thought i would i thought i would tip the scales in both directions right now you know make sure that we stay a politically neutral podcast yeah i know erica i know you hate how politically neutral we are i know i know (laughs) um speaking of like just neutrals and just people that are just just good people i love it politically neutrals and and I feel like they've been vilified for too long. Well, some of them are villains. There's villains in every group. I guess there's villains everywhere, but I just feel like we've we've really just come down on people that are just a family. Yeah, I mean, juggle a family. So from the Daily Beast, last weekend was the the gathering, which is the, <laughs> the annual gathering of the Juggalos, the yeah. diehard fans of the Insane Clown Posse. They reconvened for more may reconvened for more mayhem at their annual gathering in Thornville, Ohio. And um, a juggalo was overheard saying, "The best part of the gathering is the gathering." <laughs> and <laughs> it makes sense. It's like a, a Yogi Bear, a uh, Yogi, uh, the the baseball player, like a Yogi, not Yogi Bear, Yogi like, Berra, or Yogi Berraism. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, it's a music festival, but more than anything, it's just a way for them to come together. Take Coachella mm-hmm. and combine it with a sprinkle of meth, a, a dash of Fago, and everyone has kids <laughs> like yes. that aren't there, but like that had they have kids. Yeah. I'm trying to tread lightly because like I think that the juggalos are a very fascinating people, but they are okay. Take Coachella and take Stagecoach and and Burning Man and then mash them all together and then remove all the glamour from it. Like the kind of things that you wouldn't want to post on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And then and then just a, and again, just a little just a sprinkle of meth. And I think you are now in the territory of what the gathering of the jugglers is it's 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 freedom it's a hedonistic family reunion oh that's nice yeah so even though the jugglers were controversial controversially controversially the fuck am i saying say that word con con where is it Um, oh controversially controversially yeah (laughs) what's wrong with me that's okay that's okay they were controversially classified as a loosely organized hybrid gang by the FBI back in 2011 and sparked lawsuits in a march on Washington, D.C. There are no signs of it here. What I wouldn't have given 
what I wouldn't have given to be in Washington, D.C. to see the march of Juggalos in 2011. Oh, yeah. Like the, the insurrection, but Juggalos, like, wow. Is that a comedy sketch? <laughs> Like, I don't, they wouldn't the have broken into the Capitol, honestly. They would have just gotten the steps sticky with Fago. Yes, 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 yeah. And like maybe like some mud wrestling. Yeah. What's okay? So I'm from Colorado originally, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of juggalos there, or at least there were when I was growing up in like high school and stuff, like it was very much a, a present thing. I, by the way, I went to high school in Burbank, sorry, but my cousin still went to high school out there. It was a very present thing to be a juggalo. There was, look, there was juggalos and juggalettes in my family at, at one point. It just is what it is. The music is uh, intense, kind of like rapping. Gangster rap even, yeah sure but like goofy gangster rap yes. like yeah and theatrical horror inspired lyrics yeah like i'm going to i want to cut you with a hatchet because you are a stupid bitch like that's like a really good impression i think of um I see that's very music. good yeah thank yeah. you so there was they did um an album series called the joker cards of course and i believe it I want to say it's the sixth Joker card, although in a traditional deck of cards, wouldn't you only have two to four? It doesn't matter. In the final Joker card album, there was a song that a lot of jugglos just choose, kind of like Game of Thrones fans choose to ignore the last season of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Many juggalo fans <laughs> choose to ignore this, this final Joker card album, this? specifically this song, because it's all, what do you think this dark carnival and clowning's all about? Truth is we follow God. It's right. It's been in front of you the whole time. Like <laughs> it's like to say like that their, their music this whole time has been wildly christian and religious <laughs> and you know we lo- we love all of our juggalo family and our dark satan carnival is actually jesus like whatever <laughs> it's crazy it's uh again i mean this is this came out this is in the mid-2000s but it really rocked the world of some people that uh i knew through my cousins who were <laughs> juggalos i'm like oh yeah so Turns out they're Christian. They're like, ah, uh, we don't need to talk about that. We don't need to listen yeah. to that. It's fine. It's it was weird. It's it's cool, but like, I I like their earlier stuff about like homies and stuff. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the the lineup is is you know they've had multiple <laughs> members, uh, but mostly it consists of Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope. Yes, but D Lyrical, Kid Villain, John Kick Jazz, and Greasy have been previous members juggalos itself could be a a a spin-off of a racial term (laughs) it's a whole thing (laughs) i think there's a lot of um dancing on some some lines here (laughs) with the juggalos but you know ultimately ultimately they just want to go and they want to drink 40s and they want to camp and they you know, they want to be free for a weekend. And I saw a documentary about it. Like they were like, or interviewing like this guy in just full face paint, you know, nipples pierced, 
a 40 taped to his hand, but he was like doing his aside with this documentary. He's like, oh yeah, I'm actually a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking amazing. You know, like sometimes really? yeah. don't let your freak flag fly for a weekend. <laughs> the diversity within the juggle, that should be studied. Uh, if I mm-hmm. were, if I were getting a PhD, I would try to do like the, the dynamical diversity within the juggalos, like the people that identify as juggalos. Yeah. I think it would surprise us. I do want to attend a gathering one day. Maybe if we get enough, you know, supporters on the anchor subscriptions, we could there you go. get the money to go to a gathering, but this year's Ugh, uh, need to go to Ohio. <laughs> oh, Fuck. <laughs> I'm just sorry. Everyone sorry. I met from Ohio is very pleasant. <laughs> Ohio's beautiful. Um, but this yeah. year's this year's activity, one of the events was a Bigfoot seminar about the existence of Bigfoot. Ugh, of course. And it was. there was a Miss Juggalette beauty pageant, which you know I would have fucking swept. No, you wouldn't have, Erica, because you don't have white woman dreads. Okay, I'm sorry. I had to say it. There's a lot of women with dreadlocks there. I would have gotten them. Like raver, cool colored dreadlocks that, again, walk walk an interesting line. Yeah, Um, we'll we'll post photos of the gathering on our social media. And if you haven't I feel like people misconceive the juggalos a lot. And and again, it's it's really like everyone you've ever talked to about it, they're like, yeah, I'm here to look at titties and fuck is this, this. But when you get to like the second sentence of why they're there, they always say it's like, it's about family. This is home. Like it's it, like it, it's always I mean, that's about how I family. Get into every fucking Thanksgiving family gathering. I'm here to look at titties <laughs> and smoke weed and get fucked up out of my fucking zoinked out of my brain and because it's important to be around family yes yes it's i I don't know i you know they've got community and it's like that's what it's about so good on them i'm looking at a great photo of two men sharing a a long bong while uh, a group of people watch them from camping chairs smoking cigarettes no um, homophobia here you know what i mean no homo yeah it's uh it's very nice the one of the man he has a tattoo of the cottonmouth kings he has a, a weed leaf coming out of his armpit like tattoo he also has tattooed on his bicep akuna matata so <laughs> we take all types they take all types mm-hmm. My my favorite photo is a gentleman who is just uh, in a cowboy hat, but he is what you might call naked, except for he's wearing a crown royal bikini, and that's the only thing covering him is just his his underwear is just a sack of crown royal. Huh. Yep, and, I see him, and that feels very like home folks to me, like some someone I would see in like you know, Oklahoma, you know, just, again, I it's about family. Looking, I'm looking at that photo and I feel like I can smell it. <laughs> I yeah. can smell this photo. Yeah. It smells like cheap weed, sweat and dirt. Yeah. And gasoline, as a matter of fact. I bet they'd let me get that paint off them right fucking quick. I bet if a juggalo was covered in paint, I could take them out to a gas station and that shit would be off of them quick, Cassandra. Yeah. Anyways. Well, speaking of speaking of family and 
you know. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. <laughs> this is a juggalo move. It this is. is a juggalo move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. This is a full juggalo move from the New York Post.com. Shocking video shows groom exposed bride's affair with her brother in law at wedding. Okay. Shows groom exposed bride's affair with her brother in law at the wedding. This is confusing, you know. Headline. Uh, yes. So is she cheating on the groom with his brother? Who his is- brother. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, because she could have another brother-in-law. So it's like, you think that they would just say groom, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, no, no. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Wait. No. So the guest of the newlyweds in China. So, okay. So the groom exposes his bride's affair at the wedding playing an X-rated video of her in bed with another man. Guests at the wedding can be seen looking on in horror as a steamy bedroom scene features the bride and her new husband's brother-in-law plays out on the projector at the couple's reception. So his sister's husband. Okay. And so his sister, by the way, was pregnant. Um, (gasps) Let me just so one people a lot of people were on the man's side saying she got what she deserved best her friend best revenge in front of all her family and friends honestly i'm petty and i would a thousand percent you know do this and blah 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 but then some people pointed out like wasn't this at the reception like didn't you already marry her (laughs) like why did you why did you waste all that money to do this why did you say i do like all of this shit and some people she's the one who got mad i don't know i hate to take the side of like the person who's cheating but i don't know if this is how you handle it well the groom can be heard shouting did you think i didn't know about this which is like again i feel like this is like a everyone sucks here situation where it's like she shouldn't have cheated he should have confronted when he found out and been like hey the wedding's off you all suck and you're not a part of my life anymore yeah like and saved all that money and then and then you could have made a video on your own and been like hey the wedding's off because of this you didn't have to literally bring all the families together spend all that fucking money he could have just started a tiktok and started doing comedy like everyone else does when, <laughs> when they they're... go through a breakup you know yeah. it's uh i'm i'm watching the video now because i realized i didn't really watch it before so it's like a montage of like heart balloons and then wow they realize what it is quick yikes that's bad yeah i i mean here's the thing it's just like i like the the comment of that said not her flowing not her throwing flowers at him the audacity audacity is one of my absolute favorite feelings and emotions and words in this world (laughs) 
audacity. <laughs> the audacity. Audacity. But yeah, it's it's uh, there was different ways to handle it. So, but yeah, eh, it's a mess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other ways to ruin people's lives who have hurt you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Speaking of ways to ruin people's lives, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready, girl. It's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Oh, my God. This comes to us from OnlySky.media. A Texas church illegally performed Hamilton to spread anti-gay bigotry so i think they might have had to change the script (laughs) yes hamilton uh for those of you who have lived under a rock is a musical about some of our founding fathers alexander hamilton alexander gonna give up my shot Uh, and that's all we can say without being legally sued. Which is perfect, because I don't remember much else about it. I did watch it on Disney Plus, though, and I thought it was pretty good. Pretty I got good. the soundtrack. Yeah, very much enjoy. You know, great, great, great. Teach good. people history, you know, fun. Great, uses people of color in this t- telling, even though <laughs> they weren't many back back then. It's good stuff. I mean, they they were they were there back then. They just oh, they were there. They They were there in the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's basically so. Um, these these Christians at the Dora McAllen Church in Texas ignored that "Thou shall not steal" commandment and did an illegal staging of the production. So they they previewed the show in a sermon on August third in a video previewed, which has been taken down. And it's not even a, a cringeworthy Christian parody. It's like the musical. It's a high budget attempt at replicating it, except for in this version, Hamilton gets saved after his son gets killed in a duel. Hamilton allegedly says, what is a legacy? It's knowing you repented and accepting the gospel of Jesus Christ that sets men free. You sent your sinless son of man on Calvary to die for me. So is Hamilton Jesus or is he God? I don't I don't know the Bible well enough. No, Hamilton saying, well enough to make the connection. No, he's saying, um, Jesus, you rep- like what is legacy knowing you repented and accepted the oh. gospel of Jesus Christ? Like is he saying so like, Hamilton's all of us? Yeah. He's like, oh, wow. Christ died and set men free. Christ dying set men free. You sent you, God, you sent your sonless man on Calvary to die for me and my sins. And then the call to action at the end is the pastor coming back and saying, God can help you tonight if you're struggling with alcohol, drugs, or homosexuality. <laughs> so yeah, they didn't. So, so again, the article is like, to recap, they did an unlicensed production of a musical change the story to suggest Hamilton found Jesus and use the whole thing to stop, to tell people to stop being gay. Hey, nothing gets people to not be gay than a musical. So basically the big thing is like, nobody has the rights to produce Hamilton. Like, like, no, that ain't, that ain't public property yet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, I mean, nobody, you know, so even worse. So the, the, the Texas church, live stream the friday performance on youtube which is 
super illegal <laughs> to watch it on Disney Plus. You had to the, the Disney Plus had to pay the company seventy five million dollars to obtain those streaming rights. Yeah. And so the church did this basically. And then, um, you know, it's like, okay, bad, bad, bad. They then made that video private because <laughs> they were like, oh, this is bad. Oopsies. <laughs> Oopsies. And it's like, also, there's not a music pit. So they weren't playing live music, which means if they're using a backing track, that's oh, another yeah. huge issue because backing tracks are copyrighted. So without using permission, that's also way against the law there and because they didn't change enough of it they're not protected by any sort of parody law right if they had done yeah exactly if they would have changed more maybe and made it more religious then they might have gotten away with it but whose idea was this at this church like of like hey you know what everyone likes they like hamilton like <laughs> also like nobody's been talking about hamilton for fucking years <laughs> like, yeah yeah <laughs> anyways they got in trouble and they were like oh okay we'll stop we'll we'll, we'll stop no big deal like all good um the second showing on the event right was listed as canceled yeah like, like, okay they shut it down cool but secretly <laughs> they said the show must go on yeah they're like you're gonna see that the event bright listing is canceled however we were able to proceed with tonight's showing who said they were able to proceed why say the show has been canceled yeah uh so yeah they they ripped off you know all these people you know they they were hurt i mean hamilton's not like a one-act musical no. six six songs in a num. you know it's a huge production so these people had to rehearse and do, uh, yeah so anyway, uh, all the videos had been removed at one point from their church's Facebook page and all this stuff. But then on then on Sunday morning, the church claimed it had received permission to <laughs> perform the show from, quote, the Hamilton team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, okay. The team that decided to do Hamilton or like, because it's not the actual Hamilton yeah. team. So they took the YouTube footage down after an unnamed lawyer with the show supposedly gave us the okay to continue last night no 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 right and then anyway so update number two somebody sent the writer of this article uh he says a kind brother in christ has sent me a copy of the full production (laughs) that was downloaded before the entire video was taken off youtube and then he posts clips of the production which we'll post the the whole link to this article in our show notes on this episode update number four according to the dallas morning news the producers of hamilton did not give the church permission to put on the show duh would you like to read the quote hamilton does not grant this is a cease and desist letter hamilton does not grant amateur or professional licenses for any stage productions and did not grant one to the door church yeah so basically they martin luthered the shit out of this church and nailed the thesis to the door yeah (laughs) they they martin (laughs) so yeah so so they yeah they they said okay okay they, despite the cease and desist letter, the church was allowed to move forward with Saturday night show as long as they didn't take pictures or videos or live stream the performance, 
and promise to never do this again. Yeah, fucking right. Yeah. It's so bizarre. But if you haven't seen it on Disney Plus, uh, check it out. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Looks like all those people who were freaking the fuck out about how good it was um, weren't too far off because it's pretty good. Yeah. So, and it's like the message is is absolutely not that gays are bad. <laughs> not gonna get the way my shot. I don't know. I don't know the fucking lyrics. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you something. Yes. Are you hoarding anything? I am. I'm hoarding a show on Peacock called The Resort. My therapist recommended that show to me as well. <laughs> it's super fun. So it stars William Jackson Harper, best known as Cheaty from The Good Place, and Kristen Milioti, Nick Offerman, and lots of great, great people. But it it's um, a couple goes to a resort in Mexico, and she finds an, a cell phone from 15 years ago about a child that you know a kid like you know a college kid that had died and then it's kind of turns into a mystery so then there's some like parallel time storytelling of you know they're trying to tell what happened 15 years ago from old you know 2007 cell phone text and and video images from like a flip phone versus what's happening now it's really really fun and it's a mystery and it's really cute and yeah it's really really good i like it a lot so cool. on peacock yeah streaming on peacock and uh the sheldrick wildlife trust is the trust where i quote bought an elephant and i helped adopt and, and foster eleanor she's a 63 year old elephant out in the wild but they have elephants of all ages from you know calves to again eleanor is the oldest elephant in the pack and uh you know available that they they help so Sheldrick Wildlife Trust. I'll post a link on our social media as well if you would like to get involved with the organization and support elephants in the wild and yourself. So those are the two things I'm hoarding this week. So yeah. What about you? I'm hoarding. Um, if you're in the Los Angeles area, um there is a wonderful consignment store, consignment store, right? Where you like, you can buy and sell clothes. That's what that is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a wonderful consignment store in Highland park called the plus bus. They only carry clothing over size 12, which if you are over size 12, you can probably attest that thrift store shopping and sometimes even consignment store shopping is a little difficult. Shopping in general can be a little difficult in person, you know, I feel like it's all too often you're over a size 12 and they go, oh yeah, we carry those sizes, but on our website. So, um, this place is awesome. Uh, people buy and sell clothing there and, or you can swap clothing there. The staff is really, really nice. I went shopping there last weekend. I had a fantastic time. I bought like four dresses and two pairs of jeans. They've got nice, like clothes for events. They've got clothes for every day. I had a fucking great time. And I was like, man, I've seen this place on like line, like on like listicles and things, but I never actually went in and did it. It was, I had so much fun because it was like overwhelming. It's been a long time since I've been able to like go into a store and not have to worry that they're not going to carry my size mm -hmm. because stores do be like that. You know, there's just places where I won't even go and shop anymore. Cause I'm like, it's, 
a, a waste of my time. Like they're extra large is the same size as a small at Old Navy. Like this isn't nothing going to work. So yeah, I highly recommend it. I had a great time. If you're uh, at this moment, they only, um, that I saw, they only sell women's clothing, but, uh, you know, take a woman in your life if you want to, because like two doors down, is there an ice cream place that does soft serve called magpies? And it had some of the best like vegan soft serve I've ever had in my life. So overall, just a really great day of shopping and soft serve. It's on York, York Boulevard, Highland Park. And follow them on Instagram. They do live events and sometimes they do, sometimes they do special sales. Like they'll do uh, sales of size 22 and up, which is really, really cool because those are sizes that really, really don't get acknowledged a lot by modern fashion. And mm-hmm. so they'll do special sales specifically for clothes over size 22. And it's just giving a lot of acknowledgement and inclusivity to women who sometimes often don't get, I mean, we've talked about on this podcast about like, we're both trying to quit Shein, but Mm -hmm. like Shein for a long time was the only place that was selling trendy clothing in sizes that were, you know, big enough for people who are over a size 12. So anyways, that it was, it was fucking great. I loved it. And if you go to magpies, go to get their fried pie their fried vegan pie it is my absolute favorite one of my absolute favorite desserts maybe of all time but especially in LA it is crunchy it has honeycomb um vegan honeycomb it's just a delight uh magpies fried vegan pie Mm. I got I got the vegan cookie butter soft serve and I was like I I think I said to the employee this makes me nervous (laughs) because it, it was that good I bought a pint of it and brought it home rather than getting, you know, a scoop at the store. I was like, I'm going to want a pint of this. I don't want to share it mm-hmm. with a loved one. It was fucking $12. It was a $12 pint of ice cream. And I didn't, I was like, okay, <laughs> fine. I think that's expensive in retrospect. But at the time I was like, of course it is. It's delicious. Yeah. What are you throwing out? Okay. I'm throwing out the Stanley Adventure Quencher Travel Tumbler. have you seen this no that's very specific it's just a it's just a one of those like vacuum sealed like hydration mugs you know and you know it's like one of those things that like keeps your 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 hot hots and your cold colds and your ices for so many days but the thing is it's always sold out so people are reselling them for like oh weird two hundred dollars it's like 40 bucks in the store you know which isn't crazy for a vacuum seal mug but people are reselling them for like two hundred dollars online and they're like this super trendy item when i'm like there are equal value items out there but it's just like fucking ridiculous and people drink from them every day and as jessica curry maxfield said wash your cup you nasties wash your cup you nasties and i said i'm gonna quote it but it's just like this uh, this status symbol it's yeah, it's um, I'm looking at it. It's funny. <laughs> Poor hockey. I typed in Stanley Cup because I couldn't remember all the. <laughs> I was literally like, oh, this will pull it up, and it wasn't. I wasn't wrong. <laughs> the Stanley Cup for hockey came up, but also 
like higher than that were the ads for this Stanley Adventure Quencher Cup. So we really need to do better about hockey. They're doing their best. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Hockey's uh, been delined for too long. (laughs) Yeah, this I could buy this at Costco, not this brand, but I could buy this exact thing. It's just a fucking insulated cup with a handle and a straw. Yeah, I yeah. I recently watched a, a great comedian. I think I posted on our trashy trashy uh, link, but it was like, I recently saw a guy's hat that said, I'm an alcoholic and I love drinking outdoors and I want everyone to know it. And I was like, wow, that's a very specific hat. And he said, well, it didn't say all that. It just said Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Got him. But uh, yeah, I just, just like the, the uh, there are other mugs. It's this the status symbol of having a Stanley. And I'm like the $40 Stanley mug from William Sonoma. Yeah. And and drinking from it every day. And it's just like, again, Jessica Curry Maxfield said it. Wash your cup, you nasties. And My mom drinks out of cups like this. Not the name brand ones, but like she, she's got just the big like Oh. It's almost a joke. Like the bigger we can find these cups, the more we're like, should we buy this from my mom? Because she just needs bigger and bigger cups with handles. But it has gotten to a point where they're too big and then she won't, the joke's not funny because she won't use them because they don't fit in her cup holder. Oh, I, I drink from insulated cups all the time. I mean, I, I just bought one that is a Sonic branded one mm. and it's gorgeous, but it's from Sonic and it's so nice. But you know, I, I love an I love an insulated mug. I love a you know that style, but it just uh, just but you know buying them for two hundred plus bucks when it's it's just absurd. Anyway, what are you throwing out? I didn't know until right before we started this podcast, and my partner sneezed louder than thunder. I'm I have been haunted by loud sneezers. <laughs> my entire life my mom sneezes so fucking loud and like now taylor sneezes loud you sneeze loud just like huge sneezes this is a choice and if you tell me it's not it's no no like if you're a loud sneezer try See what happens if you just try. Like, I can sneeze loud if I want to. When I'm when I feel a sneeze coming on, I could fucking scream if I wanted to. Lord knows you all do. But it like is- I have self-control. And so I sneeze in a normal volume. But my old roommate was a loud sneezer too. And I'm like, I would hear from the other room. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like you scare the shit out of people when you guys do this. I'm throwing out loud sneezes. Get get help. It's yeah. not a it's not a joy. It's not an option. Go to sneeze conversion therapy. <laughs> okay. Because you heard it here first, guys. Cassandra advocates for sneeze conversion therapy. <laughs> uh, yeah, just it it like frightens me when that happens, like because it always comes out of nowhere as sneezes are ought to do. So, you know, like someone just kind of having a conversation, like like a gentle sneeze, it's like, oh bless you. But like you're just like trying to live your life, and all of a sudden, you're like, "What? Where's the fire? Like, are how dare you? You made me jump out of my skin because you fucking sneezed? No, sounds like a you problem. It's an everyone else problem. I'm the only rational one. 
listeners, write in if you think I'm right about this loud sneezing thing. Mm-hmm. If you're a loud sneezer, get help. What are you throwing out? I already did. Oh my god, I forgot because I got so angry. I'm literally don't... looking at the Stanley Cup right now. Yeah, don't even listen to me. <laughs> hey, if you are looking for this podcast online, you can find us at Trashy Trashy Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can find our email address, trashy trashy podcast at gmail.com, our website, trashy trashy podcast.com. Please leave us a five star review on iTunes. It helps us out a lot. And send us an email. Let us know why you're trash. Send us stories. We really love when you guys do that. We might set up something down the line to make that easier. I don't know, but just do it like this in the meantime. How do you like that? I shook it up. And at the bottom of our episodes, you can go to below the dumpster fire of the week in the episode notes. You can go to support this podcast at anchor.fm slash trashy trashy slash support. And that's where you can sign up for $9.99 for 99 cents in that month, $9.99 a month. And if we get 10 supporters at the $9.99 a month, hell, I'll even do it for 10 supporters at the $0.99 cent a month range. I will put gasoline on Cassandra's legs against Dude. her will at a gas station. <laughs> I don't know if she consents to this, but I will. I don't. I will surprise attack Cassandra at a gas station <laughs> and do like a gas fight, like in Zoolander. But they um, all died in that. I can't emphasize this enough. Please support our <laughs> podcast. I am not putting gasoline on my legs. Again, I, support this we'll podcast. Go, we'll go to the gathering of the Juggalos next year. I'm down to do that. But I'm not putting, you know what? I'm going to end up with gas on my legs if we go to the gathering next year. So uh, at least the paint will get off of me eventually. But where can the people find you, Cassandra? At Cass Cardiness on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can also find me on the Nooner podcast. We've been taking a couple weeks off, but uh, they'll come back. We'll come back. Where do they find you? At Iconic Erica Curry. And that's where I want to be found. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey!